This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we discuss everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hines, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is... Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, shodan and student, and also teacher, at Aikido of Fresno. There you go. All right. This hey. is it. Yeah, for season the, two. Uh, the end of season two, likely the end of, uh, of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And asked me today, and I was like, I don't know. Uh, so they're okay, leaving the door open. I, I like it. Yeah. So we are uh, up on Facebook uh, with uh, right now. Grant Templin's there. Grant Templin is. What's, is, the, new, what's uh, the newest thing, Grant Templin? He says that he can hear Chris the best. Of course okay. he can. Thank That's because Chris yes. has a loud, booming, yeah. wonderful yes. voice. I project. Well, we'll try and project a little bit. So uh, the idea here is that that we're gonna do this, and if uh, people, t- you know, tune in to the Facebook and have questions or want to share or whatever they can, and then otherwise we're just gonna talk about. Life. The podcast and the whatever thing yeah. and uh, how how much it's meant to us in the last few years to go through this process. I want to do a whatever. cheers. Can okay, we, can we First, cheers? Let, yeah, well, yeah. we're well, also so, to mention we yeah, are yeah, yeah. Uh, cheering some uh, uh, whiskey sent to us by Todd Holsey from the Dirt Was Podcast. Yeah. That is uh, Lukenbach Road whiskey, some genuine Texas bourbon right here. Yeah. So uh, thank you uh, very much for that. Let's go ahead and, and do these. All right. Cheers. It. Yeah. Put it cheers. To how many years of a podcast? Six? Five? 2017, 18? 2000. Man. 17, I think. 2017. Yeah. Yeah, like summer of two. No, I, it was like November, November of 2017. November of 2017, yeah. Uh, was wondering, you know, that's the. Uh, I'm doing math and it's telling me six years? Yeah. Yeah. I can't. So right. I. Um, <laughs> I was wondering because the pandemic has me all all twisted in terms of time, and so yeah. I was like, did, "Did did was this before the? Did was it only a pandemic? I couldn't I couldn't really remember." Oh, yeah, we started of, before the before um, the pandemic. So we we did the and we made it through. I think did we miss any? We maybe missed one or two weeks. Uh, pandemic for pandemic stuff. I don't think we, we miss. Yeah, no. I no. mean, I think total actually maybe for the whole like, podcast. I think we missed like. One week or four two. times or something, yeah. yeah like really hard. Not anything. not counting our hiatus, but um. right, right, yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Doing something uh, once a week, every week, um, for a really long time is it really adds up. Yeah, yeah. Um. Sure does. <laughs> it's very funny. So this, the my sort of biggest takeaway, and it sort of uh, is in the same vein, is that like. Forcing yourself to sit down and talk about something, think about something once a week for however long is a really uh, interesting experience. And I think you can get so much out of it. And I feel like I have the the amount of growth that I've had in my understanding of Aikido is uh, has been exponential in the time since the podcast has been happening. I don't know if it's, and I it probably isn't because we've been doing the podcast, but I think that the podcast was very helpful in helping like concrete whatever weird thoughts were percolating in our, my mind because anytime I could just go, hey, I was thinking about these things Let's and then we would it. sit down and we would talk about it. And, and yeah. I think for those who listen, like 
be from beginning to the end of it the the end of it it there's crystal clear like understanding or or way clearer understanding of of what we were talking about then day one you know because there's a six seven years of work yeah that we've put in the the middle of it um and so you know i hope maybe people could can have seen that journey um that we've sort of been on it's funny like you're talking about that i i kind of feel uh, almost a little the opposite which is uh, <laughs> listening to the older episodes i'm surprised at how consistent we were about uh, the thoughts and ideas are because like i feel like for myself thinking about it it's like oh i figured out so much more than i knew last year i knew so much more than the year before and to me it's always like well i, I used to not know anything but listening to the podcast a lot of times i'm like oh no you know like it's maybe not as fleshed out right. as well but like basically understood you know the same kind of thing i understand now you know i think there's something to be said though of like so even if it's there and you're saying it you maybe don't understand it Mm -hmm. until you get until you get a chance to really sit down with other people and like you know and everyone complains that we uh all agree we agree with each other too so much uh too much but whatever mm-hmm. uh but <laughs> but the point of there there still is conversation that's being had about it um you know week to week and and all that stuff yeah it's like the large ideas remain the same but like we're able to drill down into stuff better because i i definitely feel like i've had so many moments on the podcast where like I basically had an understanding of what was going on or I basically had the thesis of of how stuff is working or how we look at stuff but like drilling it down into like what makes things tick and why something is true like definitely has had led me to a lot of um, you know eye-opening moments mm-hmm. you know right. being able to explain or hearing you guys explain stuff and going oh okay, I knew that, but I didn't know why that thing happened. Or It's funny how like when you kind of hold yourself accountable, you know, and you put yourself on the spot that it's like you have to force yourself to figure it out much more clearly. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. That's what I like about teaching is it's like, oh, man. Uh, so I understand this thing. And then when I tell you and you have a weird question, it's like, well, <laughs> well right. fuck do I frame right, that right, so you right, understand, right, right. you know? That, I really feel like teaching has yeah. shoved that in my face a whole bunch recently. Those are the greatest moments, actually, because it's just a lot of like, well, uh, I'm not sure. And I'm seeing that a lot. You know, uh, we recently redid some of the curriculum um, and it's stuff that like, you know, Chris, you didn't run it by us. Not that you need to, but like, you know, like um, as, excuse it, me. as it was happening, right? So there's a bunch of new stuff that's just sort of dropped in there, right? And so the other day, so the students are going through it and they're like asking me questions and I'm like, well, here's what I think. I'm not 100% sure. And then, you know, yeah. we checked it back and I was like, oh, yes, I am correct. Good. <laughs> that's a good thing to have had to happen. But um, it's, a it's very, really funny because... Yeah. It, it forced me to go, and this is the great way about how we have our system set up now, I think. It forced me to take the question, run it back through my understanding of the system to come out with the answer. And so even if it maybe wasn't correct, at least I had a platform, a way of dissecting what the answer would even be, you know. Right, right, and right. so I, it came out the right answer, I guess. But I think it's really fun and like to just stack on what you're saying like we're teaching the other students how to think through 
the kinds of problems that Aikido is looking at. And like, so even if, you know, someone asks you a question, even if like I've been experiencing this where like, even if I can't answer the question or I don't even have the right answer, like we can think about it together and I can say, well, here's what I think's going on. Here's what I've learned. And like, we can kind of uh, muddle through it and then ask for clarification when right. we, the next time we see Chris. But like, um, you know, we're both working on how to think about it mm-hmm. um, and what, you know, some of the possible answers might be. And I think that's really powerful. And it's nice to not have to be lost and find it completely on our own. Uh-huh. Like, it's nice to have the support of Chris knowing or having an idea of where he wants to go with right. things. But it is also nice to get a chance to work your mind in that way. That's to me like, you know, like what what a black belt is, right? So like I was talking to Maya about it the other day, I think. And like, you know, some of the black belts that I've made haven't been around for a while. But I think all of them, if they came, it would take them like a month to get back on track with what we were doing now because it's like they know how to break it down and think mm-hmm, about it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, right. You give them the platform of like here are the things that we need to be, be looking at. Right. Um, or the uh, not even here are the things we need to look at. Here are the ways in which we look at things. So whatever they are, right. and, and we can sift through them, you know. Um, and yeah, it's been it's been really interesting for me, like in the school right now, as people are progressing and people are taking tests and and whatever, and seeing the rate at which people are learning and the amount of stuff that they're learning at the rate that they're learning and where people are. Um, in their training compared to where I was in my training and how ridiculously different those things yeah. are. Yeah. Um, and how awesome that is in one respect and how like kind of... Uh, Makes you jealous, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a little... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's humbling and jealous because it's like, oh, yeah. Like, there's just... I was no- nowhere near this level um, when I was, you know, at those ranks. And, uh, but the other thing is it keeps me, well, like, well, I have to just continue learning and moving and growing because if I don't, I'm going to get passed up. And I don't mean that in like a negative way, like, oh, I have to be the best. Like, I don't mean it in that way at all. Other people can know more than me. I mean, like, you know, I, but, um. To, to keep things moving forward, I, I, I cannot just... You don't want to be a relic. I cannot just rest right. on my yeah. on what it is that I already know. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, I, I really think like it, it's awesome because we have so many people taking tests right now and people are, because the syllabus is more um, complete and more like well stacked, I feel like uh, people are just speeding through stuff. But at the same time, then like, we have people coming up through like, you know, third, second, first queue. And it's like, they are going at an awesome pace and they're great at like learning and everything's going really well. But it's also like, you got to take pause and make sure that you can think about it for yourself and like make it your own in in those final stages. And And they're also hitting against that level where you just see that like, there is also a, a, an amount of um, time that has to be put into the actual doing right. and that's more than the time that you can put into the thinking if that makes sense and so um, I think you you begin to see people coming up against their knowledge base right you know I think that is a limitation of like coming back to the podcast um, it, it's a limitation of the podcast that like we we're 
we can only talk about it here, you know, and we can't yeah do it. We can't do it, and we like can't see it. I found many times doing, yeah. on the podcast we're talking about something, and it's like it would be so easy just to demonstrate it. Yeah. But because we can't demonstrate it, right. we have to describe. Okay, so Uchimori is this thing where you move to the inside. You know, like it. it kind of is maybe not the best medium for something like martial arts that's sure, so physical. Yeah, right, right. Um, but at the same time, it allows us to just let all of the physical stuff go and focus on the, the theory of it. Right. It's so interesting too, because I've also noticed like there's a lot of types, there's a lot of things that we don't train anymore and ways that we don't train anymore just because we have found more efficient ways of training or you know whatever mm -hmm. uh and sometimes i'll find myself remembering those and going "Ooh, that would be really helpful right now for these people to, right. to know so i've been pulling back some stuff like drills and things that like we haven't done in a long time and maybe some of the people at the thing haven't seen them uh because you know they never did them and pulling them back in because it's like, oh, this is this answers something that you need to know right now. Right, right. Um, and like we haven't been using them because most of the people haven't been either at that level or just didn't need that thing. Um, but there's a huge amount of information still out there oh, and, yeah. and ways of training uh, to be kind of plugged in. So it's crazy when you think about how long it takes to do anything like this you know like and it, it's funny like you know when some guy on youtube or something who's like you know been real interested in martial arts for about two years and um you know maybe they've done you know 40 classes in martial arts uh and they're like oh well just do this and this and it's like it takes it takes a lifetime to fix this stuff you know like it's really like I wish sometimes I could share with people how much time I spend thinking right. about it. Right. And yeah. and also at the same time then go like, and, and I'm also pretty quick at figuring things out. Like right. uh, it's just a yeah. lot of work. To and get I it think all that out. is something that I think is um, very interesting and uh, in that, yeah, for every bit of class time that we have, there's an extra whatever that's being put in on the that you're putting in on the back end to figure out like who like how how to teach it how to move it through what um you know what are the the best ways to present the information all of that stuff right so there's this huge amount of work that's being done um and i think the podcast falls into that as well sure. of like it, it is all part of the thing of like how do we move toward making this thing better um and and it can't just be class time right you know right yeah it really seems like you could make entire endeavors out of uh like not even talking about aikido but just a martial art like understanding the martial art like intellectually you could also make an entire endeavor out of being able to physically reproduce whatever that looks right. like whether that's sparring live or doing all the kata or whatever right, right. that's a whole endeavor on its own and you could not understand why and just do all of that and that's its whole thing and then another endeavor completely to teach it right well like right, right, actually right, right, not right. just go oh hey guys um so we're gonna do kata number one now right. and then you run off <laughs> right. you know and then everybody does kata number one you know like that's not teaching like and yeah. <laughs> having a class now like realizing that like i can't just kind of get up there and you know blubber for a minute and then <laughs> and then tell, okay guys go like you could i mean i, I've seen I do. do it <laughs> i definitely do 
um yeah i mean it makes me very thankful for the the students that come and i think yeah good goodbye grant the grant templin he's he's peacing out okay bye i totally get it all right we'll see you thank you for coming uh, (laughs) he'll uh catch us on he'll catch the the recording you can see that jesus yeah man i got good eyes better than mine i got glasses i got glasses on (laughs) my my four lenses um okay so do you have a favorite moment uh from the podcast or like a favorite and there's been so many so many but or a favorite type of thing that we did or what are your sort of the 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 big good takeaways that maybe you had from from doing this for however long hmm I think it was always a surprise. Like, so, you know, we would come in and have a topic or not have a topic and like knowing or thinking that I knew how it was going to go and then coming out of the podcast on the other and going like, that's not quite what I expected, you know, conversationally or like vibe wise, because like, obviously, and you guys all know this, like we're we're a vibe, we're we're a vibe. (laughs) No, um, like every podcast, like every episode of ours has like, a, a vibe and like i feel like some of the ones where i thought it was going to be more of an energetic conversation or or less of it like more of a low energy sort of like man we're here we're punching the clock right, you know right, right. and then it would turn into like a really wonderful conversation or like we would have a super vague vague topic that we had no idea what the heck we, hmm. you know it was you know just a, a grab in thin air and then it would turn out really great and not so those are some of my fondest memories is like um, just those times where I didn't expect anything out mm. of it. And then it turned out to be a really fun, engaging discussion. And people would, you know, message back like, that was a really great podcast. Right. And we're like, we had no idea what we were doing. So um, th- that's been a, a there nice were a, thing. A surprising number of those where I was like, oh, that was probably a flop. And then people are like, oh, that was a great <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know if I could quantify what exactly that is. I mean, it sometimes seems like sometimes the ones that were the most wandering were what people responded yeah. to the most. Yeah, I think people enjoy hearing us just right ramble shoot the shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, were you gonna say something? Oh, I uh, appreciated, and we didn't do it uh, all that often, but I enjoyed when we had, and this I think is partly because of my job, uh, when we had people on and we were able to to talk to them and, and get their stories. We only did a few of those. Um, but I really, I like those. And in some ways I sort of, you know, the, the logistics of them is, uh, challenging, challenging. And so I understand why, you know, maybe they didn't get done as often. Um, but I, I sort of like those. And I think, you know, there probably is enough people in the Aikido community to talk to. And I know, I, I feel like that's something that people like, Oh yeah, at there's least definitely. the Google reviews or whatever people yeah. uh, said that that you know they would be interested in. I think um, the 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 challenge with that is that we're a three person podcast, and so it's kind of hard as a group of three. As you know, as I'm sure our listeners know, we're all always uh, have a lot to say, just the three of us. So like having a fourth person right, sort kinda, of yeah, yeah, like you know I. I think like a one-on-one interview is flows better or a three-person conversation, but a three-person plus an interviewing interviewee is, is challenging. Although I think the times that we did it, it worked out well. Sure. Um, But, and to me, that's what I felt like we have offered is like, 
Um, and it's definitely not some people's cup of tea, but like we're offering like a, a conversation, a relaxed sort of, you know, you're at the dinner table with us. And right. sometimes that was even literal, um, which was also annoying to some people. Um, oh, you yeah. Know, remember when we those are my favorite go. episodes. Yeah, I love all that. When we go out to eat, that's my favorite. P.F. Chang's. That's my favorite, yeah. yeah. I, I miss P.F. Yeah. We should have gone to P.F. Chang's to do Denny, this thing. We did Denny's, P.F. Chang's. Uh, uh, one time we were at um, Cheesecake Factory. Six Flags Magic Mountain. Oh, Six Flags. There was Flags. literally fucking roller coasters in the background. Yeah. Six Flags. Uh, um, that was a good time. Cheesecake Factory. Denny's a whole bunch. Denny's was several times. Uh, you definitely, the, those, the first ones were a little more immersive. Yeah. <laughs> those were always fun because um, people don't know what to do with you when you show up yeah. and you have a, you set up the equipment at the table and you're like, we're just going to do this. Uh, don't don't worry about us. Yeah. I'm like, okay. People definitely kind of look at you like, what are what are they doing? Right. And then oh. they and then they want to know like, oh, so you got a podcast? Cool. What is it? And then you tell them, and it's like we're like it's just like a weird niche thing. No Sorry, one, dude. You don't. It's not for you. Go. Right. I'm glad you're here, but if you don't already know what it is, you probably won't know. What it is. Yeah. yeah. This uh, is totally unrelated, but I I I I really feel like I have to share because it was such a great moment. So Chris and I were at Denny's um like a week ago after class and we were just sitting at denny's having a just tired dinner and uh, our waitress came up and she was nice everything that she did was like perfectly friendly it's a oh. funny thing to share i don't know i just <laughs> i didn't know where you were going and then i was like oh well, I'm, i am story interested i'm interested it's in just a little it, thing so. but like it's it was so it was such a funny moment to me so she comes up, she takes, she's like, gets our drink order or whatever. And she was perfectly friendly. Like all of, she utilized all of the regular waitress skills. So there was nothing like, you know, nothing weird, but we both got like a weird vibe and she left and Chris and I looked at each other. We we're both just like, oh yeah, like I just automatically don't like this person. And I don't okay. like, I was like, I don't know why, but I just like, I don't like her. She's someone that I feel that I would not get along with well in life. And so we were just chatting about like why that is and what exactly did you say chris it was like like she's just someone who doesn't like pay attention to what's going on mm -hmm. and is uh -huh. kind of clueless about things and she you you said that like she seemed like the kind of person who would be really mean to you and not even be aware that she's being mean to you right, like oh, okay. say snotty shit and not know yeah, that it's right, snotty. right and just uh inattentive to yeah. the world uh, and and around you as he says this and I'm kind of reflecting back to him and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can totally see how like, you know, this there's this kind of person. She walks up and we're trying to be aware, like not we're not, you know, sure. saying, oh, yeah, the yeah, server, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, but she comes back up to talk to us and she catches the pe that last piece of the conversation where he's like, oh, yeah, like someone who would say something snotty and not know. And she was like, oh, yeah. I do that. <laughs> yeah. so I do that all the time. And, and, so she, and we laughed because so she didn't know awesome. it was about her. She didn't know. And then she's like, no, really, honestly, I do that all I the time. Do, I would totally do that. And so then she she leaves and Chris and I just proceed yeah. to just crack up because so, like Chris had the perfect read on this chick so and how, she confirmed it. But what's crazy is how can you be so unaware and so self-aware at, the same, at the, same the same time. Yeah. 100%. Because yeah. look, if you know that's what you do, just don't do it anymore. <laughs> just stop. Like it And I I I mean, obviously she doesn't think it's a problem. She thinks it's yeah, think it's great. And that's probably why we both had wow. a weird kind of vibe from her from the beginning. I love um, that. But it was just really funny and that's like I don't know exactly how it's relevant, but hey. I, I feel like that ability, that skill to read a person and to kind of get 
get a vibe and then listen to yourself and go, what is that vibe about? Like, why am I feeling, you know, even though she's being perfectly nice to me, why do I feel like something wouldn't jive here? And it was awesome to get that confirmation right off from her, from the horse's mouth. That is Um, too And I feel like that is the kind of skill that you, that is like that early stage Aikido skill stuff where you like are able to read people and like pick up on their, what's going on with them and, you know, adjust accordingly. Um, so I just, I thought that was really funny. Like, read the room. Read the room, exactly. Read the intentions, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I tang- uh, tangentialized no, us that's, here. that's totally fine. So let's talk about this. Uh, 2017, when we started? Mm-hmm. I think that's 2017. Uh, and the first sort of episode was something along the lines of Aikido in Crisis. Right, or Josh, like Gold, that. Josh like, Gold had written that episode that was, or that article that was Aikido in Crisis and talked about how Google numbers have fallen yeah. for Aikido. And, uh, and so there was like, whatever. So I'm wondering if, I mean, for us, it doesn't matter. We've pr- kind of proven that over however long. But uh, <laughs> let's keep plugging along. Yeah. Uh, but I'm wondering, you know, in the six years since, like, what what have we seen? What's the, the has anything changed? Are there, you know, are people more or less uh, ex- like interested into this thing? I mean, it definitely seems like to me, at least, these this idea of self defense has exploded recently, right? Like, uh, uh of people looking at martial arts as self-defense how that plays into what aikido is who knows but um you know looking at thinking about the that first episode in aikido and crisis and where we are now are we further uh into the crisis are we working our way out of the crisis are we have we just sort of head in the sand decided that who cares yeah. I mean, I think for me that that was always like a weird thing to say because like to me when that came out and it's like, hey, Aikido guys, have you noticed this crazy trend? And I was like, for the last 10 years. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, easily, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, as far as all, everything goes to me, what's changed in the last bit of time is I really feel like now Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu has kind of become the de facto martial arts. Like it's, you know, totally. When people yeah. think about martial arts. That's 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 the martial art, and like in the way that karate was in the sure, 80s sure. But I mean, like taekwondo or whatever. I like. feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. I feel like more than that now, though. That like, I feel like the sentiment with it was, yeah, those were popular and they didn't work. And I feel like it's like we finally have one that works. Oh, so you're saying that it's popular and also that people are like, ah, it's popular because we figured we cracked the code. Right. right. Oh, people, yeah. People totally they feel don't, we cracked the code. They see it code. as an evolution, not as a, a the next fad or the next That's right. aesthetic. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And um, it's really interesting. Like to me, and I mean, this is just my single opinion, like looking at everything, but this weird kind of thing has happened where like, so th- th- this is something that I think happens is like something is niche and, and it's cool and all the cool people are into it and they tell everyone else that's why that's it's us. cool. Yeah. Ch- chill, Josh. They, they tell everyone why it's cool. And then um, everyone else goes, oh, fuck yeah, that's cool. And so then it becomes big. And then when it's big, people go, 
Well, and here's what actually sucks about that, right? Like, right, because it, it's big, and they, yeah. you gotta hate stuff that's popular. That's right, yeah, and and so then people think it sucks, and There's then the, yeah, the big backlash. That's right, yeah. and then and then the next thing can come along, right? right and that's what happens. Right. But I really feel like we're kind of deadlocked now because I really feel like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the martial art, and I think. When it becomes less cool, which I think is actually maybe kind of close, I think the the bubble's going to pop. I think it's just going to take all martial arts with it, kind of. Oh, you think it's just everything's going to die? Yeah, I kind of huh. think that. Okay. Um, and and like so, not that like not so, that people won't still be interested in that. yeah and it's hard to explain so like you know years ago i had a japanese girlfriend and um she's like oh yeah a, a lot of white people really like uh japanese martial arts and i was like yeah a lot of japanese people like japanese martial arts and she's like oh no not not so <laughs> not much really, no. <laughs> not so much and and i was like i was like what do you mean she's like well you know some people do but she she really like was pushing the point to me that it's like dorky you know it's like it's like civil war reenactment right, or something right, you right, know right, right. and um i really think that like for a long time, maybe since like the 1940s or something, there's kind of been this thing that's like, oh, there's these oriental arts, right? And like, so then those kind of came along. And then like, then it's like, oh, well, yes, there are Asian martial arts, but there's several of them and each of them is impressive in their own way. Right. And then uh -huh. we kind of cycled through them. Right. And and then we got Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu like, here's the Brazilian spin on these Asian martial arts. And, and... <laughs> And now I think it's kind of like, well, yeah, that one works and it's good. And like when it starts to suck, I think everyone will go like, well, they all suck worse than that one. And so if that one sucks, then, then, then there's nothing left. Like, I mean, I think it definitely still – it definitely points out a thing which is uh, that nobody understands what self-defense is, is. You know, like yeah. nobody that I've seen – uh, you know, talking about, and I'm sure I, I say that I know that's not true. I know lots of people probably have a good, have very good takes, um, and they, and you know, people could send us for days, uh, clips and whatever people like. Sure. So I I know that's true, but just generally from what like people uh experience, I don't think anyone understands like what's if if we're looking at self defense now. Martial arts is a whole other thing, sure. and like. Martial arts will never die in the same way that, like, the Bill Harmonic will never die. You know, right, or, right, right. Or, like, yes, whatever. There will exactly also right. there will exactly always right. be people who are playing classical music or singing, like, whatever, or doing some uh, an an anachronistic thank you uh, things because people love history and like whatever, yeah. whatever whatever so i'm really looking forward to that time i i think that it will be really refreshing to be rid of the weight of being popular with martial arts yeah like i think it's a burden to be in the public eye and have to hold up an aesthetic or an idea about what this thing is. To when, have everyone being like, oh, you right. can kick oh, everyone's oh. ass then. Huh? And it's and just it's like, like oh, no, I, I don't to, think For I this can. to be this like machismo attached to it. And it's just like, it's just fucking nerd dork shit. And that's what we want. And I'm saying that as a fucking nerd dork, like this is what we enjoy. And let's just accept that. Like it's, we should just do it cause it's really fun. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. super, super fun. And it makes us feel strong, and like that's what it's all about. Like, I think the thing that, that that's kind of this phenomena that's happened for a really long time with the martial arts in this country, anyways, is look, self defense is really boring. It's like it's like 
Brussels sprouts. Right, really yeah, utilitarian. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's a burden. It's a burden to like constantly think about like, well, how how would I take care of myself in these situations? Right, because you, know? you don't want to do it because if you start going down that road, it gets really depressing yeah. really fast. Quite, quite it, dark. I, mean, I yeah. think there's a million reasons. It gets depressing. It's like not fun a lot of times. Like It's like, well, I can't wear these flip-flops today because right, 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 fucking right, I need right, lace-up right, shoes right, because right. if I got to run, well, <laughs> I got to run. And, and so like it's 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 heavy and and you know you see this a lot in people who have recently got out of the military uh, especially if they saw deployment because they were in a world where that was reality yeah, like if you sure. didn't do that you would die and so like that's still in their mind and they're working through that stuff um and then like you know if you've been through shit with your family or you know you've had bad things happen to you you go through this phase where you do consider those things all the time but as your life gets better and it, it probably will, um, you stop worrying about that right. shit so much. Or less and less. Because yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just like, well, but I just want to live my life and have fun. And I'm willing yeah. to take this risk that I can go out here and get ice cream from the ice cream man. Yeah. And yeah. no one's going to shoot me. I don't have to strap up. I'm going to be fine. I'll go out there. And I'm just going to get ice cream. Um, and so, like, self-defense is boring. Now, at the same time, as we, we, we have this realization of a need for self-defense and self-defense is boring, we have movies that tell us there are fantastic fucking badass yeah, ways man. that you can defend yourself and do flips and, like, it's easy and great and awesome. Mm -hmm. And then there's these people who teach these secret things and they wear these colored belts and these pajamas and I don't know what it is, but cool. And, like, so there's this thing that's kind of like this weird thing of, like, that, like, Here's a trick so you can defend yourself and it's not like Brussels sprouts, right? Like, uh -huh. you know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like right. this, you know, and I love yeah. Brussels sprouts, but, yeah. uh, but, but, but it's <laughs> not to shit yeah, on, Brussels not sprouts. on Brussels sprouts, but for a lot of people, Brussels sprouts aren't the thing. Um, oh, yeah. And so, so I really think that like, we're kind of coming to a head now because it's like with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, it's like, it's really fucking hard. Like it's something that you have to grind through. Right, right. And um, it does do what it says it does. Um, and so that's real. Um, but it's really not like the movies. Mm -hmm. And the movies can't really make it look that cool. You know, right, you right. could argue like, oh, John Wick stuff uses some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and some judo and it's cool. But but it's like, well, but but you, if you've done it, you know it really doesn't look right. like it that. It doesn't right? look, yeah. And so like You're not gonna shoot someone in the face. Yeah. I think the whole thing's just popping right now. I think it's just it's just like it's, it's deflating. Yeah. And um and eventually it's gonna be like, well there are hardcore sports like uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu right. or MMA or whatever, uh, kickboxing. And then, um, yeah, some people do some weird dorky shit like Maya's talking right. about. Um, but that's not really self-defense. It's just some weird dorky shit, you know. And, and then people who are looking for the tools will do what they do, right? right. So, right. like, whatever it is they need to feel better yeah. about themselves, whether that's sports or dorky stuff or self-reflection, whatever right. it is, you know. So I was going to say, like, I, I as long as there's the sport aspect of it, I think it'll start moving. Things will start moving in that direction, yeah. with it, you know, so that the people who are going to do those things are doing it for comp competitive purposes or right, whatever. Right. So, and I think that's what you see a lot in current, like, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu schools is, like, they're all pretty much geared towards they competition. They want you to go and compete. And, yeah. yeah. Which, that's what they're which doing. Which is cool. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I think there's actually a lot of weirdness happening it's quiet but a lot of weirdness happening in the brazilian jiu-jitsu community right now because i think there are people who are like hey look old school jiu-jitsu was about self-defense mm -hmm. and they did competitions to get more training for self-defense mm -hmm. okay right? and then you know that started changing around 2005 or so where it's like 
Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is something you do to compete, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think inside the community now, there's like old timers who are like, well, but the shit they're doing now, like spider guard and, we, uh, and, yeah. and cartwheels over guard, yeah. like that is stupid. Like, why would you do that? Um, and, and there's these other people, it's like, that's how you win competitions, right, pops. Right. And like, you can't, you can't beat me in a competition. So that's fuck right, old you, man. you know? And so there's, I think there's dissent going on inside the community right now. And I think it's building more and more. Maybe I'm wrong, but no. yeah. Does that give uh, Aikido, if uh, Aikido people are smart? a an opportunity to sort of slide in the dms let's say and uh and uh and uh make you know be start to be i mean is there opportunity for aikido to rebrand itself as a thing that people could be interested in uh, to to fill that sort of the void that they're gonna see with all this other stuff. So what there is a place for, in my opinion, um, and I think martial arts kind of filled this niche for a long time is people dealing with traumatic shit to self therapy themselves, right? The to rehabilitate themselves, yeah, and um, to do that through this kind of training. And I think Aikido is an excellent method for that. Um, but we, we have to get past this, like being the toughest person ever. And like, yeah, I think that gets in the way. So I think there is a place for Aikido to do that, but I think like it's a a whole rebranding. That's not just like the best martial art. It's like a kind of therapy you can do to make yourself feel better about the Mm -hmm. world. You Mm -hmm. know, like, I mean, that's what Aikido has been for me. Uh, like I think it's great for that, but, but it's like, it, it, it has to stop being trivial, silly shit. You know, with a bunch of colored belts or something. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. That's yeah. I no, I agree. Um, I do. I think that there's opportunity. You know, um, there there is definitely opportunity there. If people were, but the other part about it is it has to. It ha- someone has to do it. That's either really smart business wise. Yeah. Um. And, and I mean that in a way that like, because if they're not, it's not going to come off the way that it needs to, to come off. Yeah. And so the person who makes that happen has to under, be working on another level to, yeah. to sort of make yeah. that. And then everyone else just has to kind of ride coattails as yeah. it's happening. I, I don't know. And it, I'm American. And so it's hard for me to see past this. But I think I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I think in this country, that is the way we get things done is like some business person who knows how to do a spin on it and sell you like pink ice cream or whatever. Um, like that kind of person is like what gets a, uh, attention garnered, right? Yeah. But I think the kind of thing that I'm talking about, Aikido being, it doesn't really need that kind of attention because that kind of attention is always about selling something to someone. And so, like, I think instead of like that, it's got to be like Jungian therapy or something. Like, you know, and that's a a weird pull. But, but, you know, some kind of thing that's like not about selling it. Maybe Jungian therapy was definitely not a good pull there. But not about (laughs) selling it. But about like that it is just a good tool yeah. to use, yeah. you know, like like Feldenkrais, right? Like how many people know what Feldenkrais is, right? And it's like, well, if you want to know about your body, you probably have learned about some Feldenkrais and like how it works and it's great. But it's not a big thing to sell. Mm-hmm. It's just like a practice that exists. And so like to me, getting involved in communities really is the way we should go where it's like start youth groups, Um 
work with communities to like help uh, foster children, um, work with uh, survivors of violent crime, mm-hmm. um, uh, work with uh, minorities in your community who feel underserved, right? Mm-hmm. Like these kinds of things are what we should really be doing. And I think Aikido is perfect for that. But it's just hard to explain how to do it, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to do it. I'm trying to right. figure it and, out. And uh, harder to then actually go out and do it, I think, is the other. Yeah. 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 The other part of it. Hey, look at we're at fifty minutes oh, hey, of this conversation. We're actually at 30, 40 minutes. Forty. Uh, that, oh, that that's that ten minutes running. of bullshit. Sorry, I was um, sat on the beginning that. of that. Uh, has, has have we had any? Uh, I don't know. Any, What's it anyone? say? I don't see any other comments. But uh, but can there, you see uh, anyone else? I think looking? you can scroll it down a little bit there and uh, two finger two finger pad that guy. Two viewers. Two, two viewers. Who total? else is here? Who else is is? Is yeah. watching. Yeah, that was you watching two reactions. Oh, two one reactions. One someone viewer. One viewer. Is a viewer us? No, the viewer was Grant. No, oh, no, but one viewer he's ever, gone. or is there a viewer now? So there means someone else. Is there someone? Is there some? We're gonna. It's, do, it's like a Ouija board, right? Is, is there, there someone, someone in the room? Here? Is there someone in the room? <laughs> There's watching. someone in the room. Please say something. Please say something because we want to be able to shout you out. Uh, because <laughs> we're lonely. Well, in all fairness, we mentioned this like three weeks ago, four weeks totally ago, and then it didn't do anything. Again. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, look. Who yeah. who is that? Uh, Patrick. He said, I'm really enjoying Oh, it. nice. All right, great. <laughs> well, welcome, Patrick. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Patrick, have you watched uh, or have you listened to the, the podcast before, or are you just randomly popping in here? We're just, and we're just, now we're, now this we're is just like a Ouija spot. board. It's yeah. great. Trying to, to S- talk, uh, talk a- about <laughs> H E L P M E. I would say uh, first time. First time. Oh, first time. All right. All right. Well, we've got we got we, six years of podcast uh, you can listen to if you're interested. I, I would also, yeah, yeah. Uh, I if you have uh, shout outs that you want to give, I don't know. Oh yeah, you, you have an Aikido group you train yourself, with. We'd love to, to give you a shout uh, but out. We would love to to shout out. You know, wherever you train, whatever you. There do. is a podcast that people actually listen to. It's not just this. Yeah, we, yeah. It's our first Facebook living. Yeah, our, which is weird. No, we did. Oh, we did a couple of Zoom meetings. Remember? Yeah, we uh, did during Zoom the meetings. pandemic, which I think was. Uh, yeah, I think people had fun uh, with that. Yeah, I think it was really fun. Uh, minus the the first one, we had a, a some a porn bomb, right? Oh yeah, yeah, whatever that was. Is that, that is, what you call those? That Zoom, was what they were. That calling was terrible. A, 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 that was yeah. porn. Zoom bombing. It made yeah. you feel kind of dirty. Yeah, because it was there was just <laughs> so no, many. You said that in a fun so, way, and that was not in a fun way. So well, many. Penises. It's funny because I I haven't felt violated in a long time, and so it was kind of an interesting. I was it like, was. Oh, they're just and they're kept being more and more penises just everywhere, and it was like, what is happening? It was wild. Uh, <laughs> it was just. Uh, it was an. Uh, I love that you're like I haven't felt violated in a while. It was interesting. It's 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 great that you can feel. So comfortable talking about about, <laughs> about that. Like, I think that's pretty powerful. I I think a lot of people would be happy to be in that space. Yeah, I'm happy to be in it <laughs> for sure. Um. Okay. So we uh, talked about uh, our uh, you know uh, best memories, right? Best memories. Uh, we talked a little bit about the uh, you know the crisis and and sort of where we stand. Um, what about, you know, if we're looking at it and there were 
uh, things that we maybe would have done different or things that uh, we didn't get to do? Um, is there anything like that, that like ideas that like we, and I mean, I think we over however long we did it, we did everything that we wanted, but um, is there anything that like we didn't get to do or talk about that? Uh... We were going to read Aikido in the Dynamic Sphere. And I oh, think yeah, I got we never about, did that. That was like going to be like episode five or something. Yeah. And I got about halfway through and I just, I didn't finish the book. Oh, yeah. I have and... over the years had several messages from people who are like, hey, the Aikido Dynamic Sphere thing, I, I would like to That would have been nice. Yeah. Maybe if yeah. we, we Maybe ever... season three yeah. is <laughs> Aikido Dynamic Sphere and we could just talk about the whole, book. the whole damn what book. What we should do yeah. is we should just do a book club and then have whoever wants to be part of it and we'll record it and that would be kind of that's fun. a good yeah, idea right? yeah. yeah so season yeah. Three. i think i think we should do there we go <laughs> season three three episodes of aikido in the dynamic sphere okay that'd be all right yeah i, I think that would be we'll great. do it in about two years yeah, yeah. <laughs> see here's the thing and like i think you know i hope that our listeners understand um that like the three of us all live like pretty dang busy lives like sometimes it's hard to actually quantify how busy our lives are but you know there's lots of we're we're very much people involved in various activities and projects and arts and things so like um there have been a lot of things that we would really love to do but it's just so hard because there's so many projects that are already going and even with this you know i I mean think for me there you know it would have been nice to do like you know, a button or a t-shirt or a sticker or like, oh, you yeah, know, remember do... <laughs> and I'm so we sorry do that we art. talked we about We do it. have art somewhere for we that do. stuff, the, right? the problem with the art was you uh, changed your style uh, uh, right about a month after That's we got right. the art. <laughs> I would have been fine with it. Yeah. So it would have been like, who's this guy, this other yeah, dude who's, who's in the guy. picture? So, so, you know, like the, I, I, I wish that there was more, like, I mean, I, I find this not just with the podcast, but with every part of my life, that there, I wish I had more time, more energy to, to expend on cool stuff. That's my package. Oh, we got a, we, we got special a Special delivery. Special delivery. Hey, we didn't know this was also going to be an unboxing video. Oh, yeah. Uh, you <laughs> so, can see my, uh, my, my carboys. <laughs> carboys? We're going to do oh. a, uh... Special and, unboxing. Um, yeah, special unboxing. Yeah, this is um everyone's getting like the, the special the special podcast where they they get kind of the background conversation and shit happens. This is this is a thing I won't miss is doing a podcast and accidentally um unplugging, unplugging the thing, the recorder during the podcast. Uh, the video going dead because the camera battery dies. Did it just go dead? Oh yeah, I think so. it's dead right now. <laughs> um <laughs> This is like just yeah, like all the various troubleshooting that has to happen, yeah. and most of that I want to say like ninety percent of the technical and programming and troubleshooting goes to Chris. Yeah, so um, making it happen, he is the backbone of our society. Yeah, um, we on, salute him. He's an American hero. Yeah, on the podcast. Um, uh, so yeah, I think do i think talking about aikido and the dynamic sphere is definitely uh in that interests me in terms of possibly doing that for uh season three um <laughs> hide and seek he says <laughs> uh, um oh yeah i believe so i'll make a comment really quick yeah. just in case he can't but um you keep talking yeah so i think maybe yeah i think that could be an interesting uh season three just in like that book is so um you know prolific i think yeah. in, in terms of people's understanding of uh 
what Aikido is. How old is that that book? When it's like was 1970s, it? right? 78 or something. It's so it's so funny. Uh, no, uh, we, not yet. Yeah, it's so funny with uh, things like that because that book in in the 70s, which means that it's 40 something uh, years old. Which is crazy to to think about, and I think one of the things as we're reading it that would be interesting uh, to talk about is how it, how it holds up, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and looking at it from the lens of uh, 2023 and whether or not, um, you know, because I think it was also, it came about at a time when not a lot of information was available, especially in the way that it is now. Um, and so it was very like ahead of its time or whatever, because there was a lot of information that I had at one point that didn't exist, hadn't existed in that way before. And I mean, so now it would be interesting to look at it and go 2023, all the stuff that we know, because we have the world's information at our fingertips uh, is something like that even that do we care about it right 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 i mean this is a thing i've been thinking about just in general but like just the like ubiquitousness of media and specifically like the the internet in our daily lives now and just how much information that we intake and how much um how much our lives are geared towards i mean right now literally what we're doing right now is like presenting ourselves online and so like that hugely affects how people practice martial arts and how they think about them and like where their information comes from, oh, yeah. how much information they get, how many, how, how, how much they, how much time they spend taking pictures or making videos right. that are geared towards yeah. um, putting them online specifically. Yeah. And like that right. totally changes the face of, and the evolution of your martial arts. I mean, so because like, how, how many times have, uh, you know, we have d discussions, especially when we're doing like uh, some wrestling or something and, and someone says, oh, okay, so I saw this thing on TikTok. Yep. Can we run through it or whatever, you know? And that's a thing that now exists. And I'm sure it exists with Aikido too, where people are like, ooh, I saw this thing. Uh, can we see if we can make it make it work? So the days of like everything that you knew about something being transmitted through a singular person who right. was teaching a class are done. Like those days don't exist anymore good or bad you right know? and I, I do think there's like upsides and downsides to that with the like limitlessness of information now it's awesome because if you had if you only have access to like one kind of teacher or one kind of person you really don't because you have access to the entire sure. internet so right. like you are not limited by your physical surroundings right but at the same time you're also bombarded and overwhelmed by all of these opinions and representations right. of things. And it's hard and to... You have no context to put it into. It's hard to figure out what's good. You know, it's, right. it's very difficult sometimes to figure out what's good or, like, why something's good. So a lot of times I'll see, especially with Aikido, I'll see something and it's awesome. It's awesome. The reason it's awesome is different from what people probably think. Right, though. right. Like... Right. You know, it's awesome because the guy taking Kimmy is really good and really understands how to fold himself and mold his body into, you know, the situations that need to 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 happen. It's not awesome because the dude is so powerful. Um, is so powerful, him, he right. can throw anyone. Like that's not what's awesome about it. Um, but if you don't have sort of the context of that and it's not being presented, you maybe don't 
understand those differences. Right. And so you're just going to go, oh, this is awesome, or oh, I mean, this is completely fake without realizing that, like, yeah, in one sense it is fake, but in another sense it's very real and 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 really cool, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. I, I think, uh, and this is something people are talking about all the time now, that, like, a lot of people, everybody, has really low media literacy in terms of, you know, not just martial arts, but everything. And so when you see something online, like most people do not have a good, because they lived mostly in past worlds that are, are, are more trusting, less information heavy. And so like they just trust whatever they see online and they take it at face value or they take it at face value of their own interpretation of what's going on. And so I just think in the entire world right now, we're super awash in confusion and like, um, not understanding what is really going on with something that's being presented to us. And right. so I think like talking about the Aikido and crisis thing, like, you know, whatever, six years later since that article, like I honestly think that the issues that are happening in martial arts is just like a reflection of the, the challenges that we face in the world, which is like media is really overwhelming and it affects our daily lives. I mean, I was watching, <laughs> watching a TikTok um, about how people um, media f- like, changes people's ideas of momentous occasions in their lives and how people's like build up these expectations so like you know throughout the 80s or whatever they made tons of movies about what prom is supposed to be like and then you have all these kids growing up having these ideas (laughs) about that prom is going to be the most momentous night of your life because you know either a bunch of vampires are going to come in (laughs) or you know you know you go to a crazy party or whatever the heck it may be and most people are disappointed because (laughs) life is not like that mostly right and i think we've talked about it many times martial arts is the same way you think a fight or an assault or something is going to be this big cool thing and it's just not it just kind of sucks because that's how a lot of moments in life are they're just really mundane or sucky um also really beautiful but like not like a movie and so like i think we're just um awash with all of that stuff but i'm hoping that like that the generations now that are growing up that are totally awash in that maybe we'll be able to come out the other side and go ah it's not that interesting to me anymore. They'll because just like, be so jaded. Right. <laughs> they grew like, up with TikTok. So, so maybe hopefully the I've real world will become them, right. more interesting right. than They're like, eh, the, this is stupid. Like, I need to go out and actually. Right. Uh, that they'll value experience experiences more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe that is like the new group of people that we speak to is like whatever Gen Z and Gen Alpha or whatever it is. There's where, another. There's something after. What? Yeah. Gen Alpha. I can't keep up. That's the like Gen Alpha, the like the kids who are actually kids right now. Is that the, I think Gen Z is already like college. Wasn't there high one college they didn't age. even have a thing for? They finally gave it a, a name. Gen Silent Alpha. Silent Generation. Yeah, there was one that they were like, <laughs> it's the we don't even we, we what do you we don't know what to call. Maybe that's the, someone uh, said I uh, made a joke about climate change and they were like, well they they named it Gen Z because they knew there wasn't going to be a generation <laughs> after that. <laughs> oh. That's, that's going to be so, the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so sad. Just just kidding, guys. There's a lot of hope for the future. Don't be sad. There you go. That's a very positive uh, place to, to be. Well, I mean, I think so like, I'm sorry. And now I'm really spinning off the rails here. But that's um, what we do. That's what we do. Um, that like uh, the this idea of like um, climate um, destructivism, like this idea that like things are terrible and we're all going to die in 50 years, like doesn't actually help anyone spurn anyone sure. to do anything yeah, yeah, yeah. 
hope is what spurs people I'm, to do things. Uh, I'm gonna die in 50 years, just so you know. Probably. Is that like prophetic right now? Or well, no. I mean, I'll be 95 years old. Oh yeah, I forgot that you're not the same age as me. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, kind of yeah. assume that everyone we're is all the same like, age, yeah. roughly in the same zone. Yeah. Um, but like, it's I think having hope is is what makes things actually happen for sure. <laughs> like, for sure. So, all right, did we get a message uh, back here uh, from Patrick about uh, if he wanted to shout anything out? Um, nope. Okay. Well then, okay. he yeah, fair enough. he uh, he doesn't get a shout out. Yeah, uh, I want to shout out. <laughs> but I think, and maybe we do this here. Uh, we should shout out all the people who we should. have been stuck around with us for all of these years and really gave, given us. You know, I think when we started, had we not had people who were interested fairly early on. We would have stopped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah, would have. For sure. I mean, especially because we just we didn't have good equipment, and it was very. It was just a whole. There were a whole bunch of issues that were solved kind of early on because there were people who were willing to shell out some money and become patrons and uh, kind of give us a little bit. And maybe it was more imagined than it actually was, but I feel like there was a community, at least a community of us three. Going, hey, these people over here, um, that that kept us kind of going uh, every week and and wanting to talk about this thing because we knew that there were people who were into it, yeah. right? So for sure, those are our patrons. It is rare for me to have a project that I don't pay for everything, like, right? It's, right, it's right. pretty, yeah, pretty right. nice. Well, and Very it's also nice, yeah. like uh, rare to have a project that continues on for as long as it does in the way that it it does, right? Right, like. Um, you know, a lot of times it's like, I did this for a year, year and a half, good to go. We can move on to another thing now. Um, so to have done it for so long and, and, and all that stuff. And it's hard to let go of things uh, for me particularly, Uh because like, I feel like any kind of ending is a failure, which isn't true at all. No. Um, but it is nice to look back back on this. And uh, even if this is a temporary, it's nice to look back on what we've done thus far and realize that we really have done a lot. Like we have so much (laughs) hours of material that we've put out. Sure. Um, and that's pretty cool. Um, and I think it's really cool too that we have had so many people that have become part of our little community and yeah, have reached nice. out. And you know, I have Instagram friends now that are people right, that are listeners, right. and like we have, we have met listeners. Like it's uh, really we, cool. We have gotten several uh, batches of whiskey sent. To yeah, us. that's right. Um, yeah. And so, oh yeah, we've gotten food and we've yeah, gotten all, all kinds sorts of, of stuff. It's been it's been really nice. We appreciate all of your guys's good, um, good vibes good that, that you've sent yeah. us over the time, and whether that's word form or you know sent us something like monetarily or otherwise. Yeah, it's been really really cool. Um, should I go ahead and read out yeah. the patrons? Yeah, shout them out, patrons. Okay, they're over here awkwardly, so I don't know. Okay, just look at the yeah, look in the camera. Okay. Here, you want me to set it up for you? Well, no, I just like I can't bring my microphone over there, but like the screen's over there, so I'm trying to figure out. What to do? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You can't see that far. Oh yeah. If he if he zoomed it into old person level, old I could probably see it. <laughs> oh yeah. There, he just scrolling for me. Yeah, go. just scrolling for go. me. Wait, he's this is great. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll just scroll and I'll read. All right. Thank you so much to Michael, Jason Crowley, Crowley. at Cros- Crosley. Okay, I can't. Crowley. Apparently, I can't read that. 
Can you zoom that in at all? Apparently, my eyes are not as oh, oh yeah. much better, much better. That. Okay, I yeah. Can see it Jason here. Crosby, Adam Crafter, Robert Alducci, Kwang Ding Chien, Jim Sullivan, Logan. I'm new here. Heinrichs. He's not. Ad- Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, Atemi Chris, the lightweight champion of heavy touching, Brad V, Brooke Ferragamo. Conan the Destroyer, crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentations of their women. No Aikido needed. Tommy C. Siv, Francis Cardone, uh, never satisfied, endlessly curious, recklessly optimistic, dilettante taskmaster. Dave Dewberry, Sam Sulian, Okan Ayrton, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Fran, sometimes I pay attention, Martinson, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Matt Mumford, and Grant Templin. There you go. So uh, big thanks to all of those people, and then and then others who maybe weren't mentioned, uh, who have been patrons in the past. Um, and we see you. Uh, we we love see you. you. We know you. Uh, thank you so much. And then, um, yeah, even people discovering us for the first time. This is uh, uh, an amazing kind of thing. Um, I really enjoy. Did we want to shout out some of the uh, other dojos? We had been doing that. Um, yeah, I can do wanna... that. And then, and then we can just uh, call it a night, and we'll say we'll be back for uh, season three at some point when we talk about uh, Aikido and the Dynamic Sphere. Yeah, because I think that'll be. I think sphere. that'll be real three fun. episodes of Aikido and yeah, the Dynamic Sphere. Three episodes of it. <laughs> Um, so these are other dojos in our community that we wanted to shout out. Um, we've been doing this. Uh, we have Wolf Moon Dojo at, uh, that teaches classes at UC Riverside. They're in the Inland Empire. Uh, Senjin Center in Goleta, California with David Valdez-sensei. Um, Multnomah Aikikai in Portland, Oregon. Um, Shotokan Dojo in Beverly, Massachusetts. Um, New Haven Aikido Fire Horse Dojo in, that's Lisa Klein's dojo in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, Fort Worth Aiki Kai with Dr. Ashley Cole Sensei and Aikido of Reno with Vince Salvatore Sensei. Uh, Oh, also Kristen Castaneda's dojo in Vancouver, Canada. That's UBC Sambo. Um, Yeah. I think, I don't know if we've had any others, but. um, And we're Aikido of Fresno in Fresno, California. That's right. That's right. And so you can find. uh, You guys can still reach out to us um, on our little Aikido Discussed uh, Patreon or on Facebook. Warning if you you put on Patreon. I I just don't look at it very often. So there were two two messages actually from last season. It was like from like March or something. I was like, oh, sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Facebook's uh, the fastest. Um, But, you know, we still appreciate your messages and your um good tidings yeah and then uh, i uh i think we should say uh that chris uh, also has his own patron oh, yeah. uh page and uh a lot of information up there so if you are interested at all in sort of the the system as is prescribed uh herein uh that might not be a bad place for you to get plugged in Sort of as you're waiting for season three to show her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Chris really, he puts, I'm not, I'm going to gas him up a little bit here. Um, He puts a, a fuck lot of time and energy into, that's a um, technical term. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck, lot. Uh, yeah. fuck lot of little, time and energy into his Patreon page. Um, And there's a lot of good information. There's there. so, I mean, really honestly, like <laughs> do. a massive amount of videos the entire syllabus um he writes articles like everything that you could want if you're interested in his 
approach it's great because uh so we do videos uh we've been doing videos for that uh for a while now and um i just show up you know and i don't i don't know what's gonna happen like from week to week you know i don't it's like okay so i'm like what are we gonna do and then he says okay we're gonna do this and this and this and it's great because invariably in each of the videos as we're doing it there's just some little piece um that has either uh been reiterated for me or sometimes it's just like not brand new information but like i'm hearing it in a different new way and i'm like well that's great man i wish that someone had told me this like <laughs> earlier on so uh i really i i can't uh i think they're they're great and you should definitely check that out if you're at all interested in the way that we sort of look at look at things uh, on this podcast that all being said, yeah, I guess we're done then. Yeah, we're an hour and three minutes, four minutes. There you go. Thank you uh, to the, I, I guess it's just two people, maybe there were more, that... Uh, uh, Grant Templin uh, and Patrick... Uh, can you read Carson. that? Carson. Patrick Carson. Uh, that were on the, the Facebook page, and we're, we apologize for not plugging that a little more so people could get into it, but whatever. It is um, what it is. It is what it is. That's right. And and I guess that's, that's it. it. Thank you all, guys. Thank yeah, you. Thanks is there lot. outro music we could play? Is this being done? We'll go back to Lukenbach, Texas with Waylon and Willie and the boys. <laughs> Thank you, guys. The successful life we're living Got us feuding like the Hatfields and McCoys